Hicks is retiring. That's the that's the news on the streets, right? And mm -hmm. um, you're watching Artist on Record, your ultimate intimate conversation with your favorite artist. I'm Adika, your host, and on this exciting episode, we have the honor of sitting down with two incredible members for one of my favorite bands from the '80s, before Guns N' Roses, before Poison. There was a band called Kicks. Today we have Ronnie1010 Yonkins and Brian Damage Foresight in the hot seat. As many of you know, Kix is preparing for their final show in Maryland this September, marking their retirement from the stage. But before that, we have the privilege of digging into the past and future with Ronnie and Brian. Our conversation will touch upon the early days of Kix, reminiscing about their iconic journey. But in this clip, we're going to talk about the early days. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and give us a thumbs up and drop your comments down below. And now, let's dive into this segment with Ronnie Yonkins and Brian Forsythe of Kicks. You look like you did back in the day when I used to see you guys play Midnight Dynamite era, all that stuff. This is crazy that the whole thing is coming to an end. It's it's sad in a way, too. You know, it's like end of a chapter, you know, of that era. Because I hold you guys as a fan of the band. I used to go see you guys play. And it was just like the biggest thing for us New Yorkers in Brooklyn. Like from Brooklyn, we go to Lamar's to see you cats play. And it was nothing like it back then. And you know, there's a lot of people now that they they get to see kicks on the cruise. They see the, the new kicks and all that. But back then, for you guys watching, man, when I would go see these guys play, the energy, and it was so professional, and it was so rock and roll, and each guy had his own identity, you know? There was punk. There was stones. It was just... Back then, it was a tough time for you guys because you guys really, really didn't fit mm. with what was going on there. You weren't a metal no. band at all. Your true rock and roll band. It took quite a few times in Brooklyn for people to start to catch on to us. It did. And then it's, it clicked. That's so they crazy. Packing. packing so, so you remember the first time playing in Brooklyn? Do you, you guys recall that? I don't remember the first time. We played there some times. Yeah. You don't remember the first time you had Brooklyn yeah. pizza? But I just remember it was kind of tough the first few times. People were kind of scratching their heads like, who are these guys? What are they doing? But then it caught on. I think Midnight Dynamite record helped a lot. I do. I kind of have a a vague memory. The early days of playing there, they we called it, they, they stand there with their arms crossed. Yeah. Like, a bunch of musicians checking us out <laughs> and they wouldn't react. We're playing Chuck Berry licks, and those guys were doing the, all this. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's right. It took a while. Yeah, because but, you guys had the you had the Les Paul, Ronnie. You were playing the Les Paul too back then, right? Yeah, you came out there. So back in that time, that period, a lot of guitar players weren't playing the Les oh, that's Paul. True. Yeah, there, that was Paul. the era of the pointy guitar, hockey yeah. stick. Let's play hockey. Hockey stick. <laughs> <laughs> so uncool 
No offense, <laughs> anybody watching. Anybody? It's like this. No, call it as it is. They're just uncool. <laughs> no, because because as a as a band, you guys didn't have a big drum set, right? The, the kit was never that big. It was uh, not until yeah. we turned it into a truck. For laying yeah. rubber, I had to say that. Yeah. <laughs> we turned. We not to get off track, but we turned our "Land Rubber" was the song on on Midnight Dynamite. So, so we, uh, Donnie had this great idea of turning the drum riser into a truck, and which we did. We had the panels, the fenders that uh, velcroed on with the industrial velcro. Yeah. And we had headlights that lit up. We had smokestacks behind that blew smoke out, and we Donnie and a bump, and I, huh? And, and the front bumper. The front bumper and the grill, I think, because Donnie and I got the grill at the junkyard near uh, um, Mountain View. And um, then, uh, the t oh, the tires that were cut in half lengthwise. <laughs> and the wheels. And that truck was ready to go, man. It was cool as shit. Yeah, it's oh, really cool. cool. Let's go back a little bit here, because I know we always talked about but since I got you guys here, meeting ronnie meeting brian brian meeting ronnie you guys recall the first time you guys met each other not the first time but i remember seeing brian around town and seeing him play i would always go see his bands play I, I don't yeah the, the band that i was in skip's band had a pa that he used to rent to you guys oh and yeah he'd bring it and he'd run the sound too and i used uh -huh. to ride along with him that's probably when i met you yeah, yeah, because then John Rempe and I in the was a hot rod band, hot rod. We borrowed that PA from you guys. And I remember returning it. <laughs> I remember John dragging those new cabinets across his big rocks in your driveway. I was like, ah, he's tearing all that brand new PA up. I was like, <laughs> but yeah, that's right. The PA, that's how we met through Skip Span, his bass player. So that's how you, what happened yeah. to Skip? Where's Skip these days? <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, he died a couple of years ago. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wow. Great bass player. Did Quite he have a character. Beginning of the band of, of Kicks, who who was there? Who met Steve and who got who into the band and all that? How did it all gel then? Well, um, Brian and Donnie and I played together for a couple of years. And then um, um, our drummer's sister dated uh, the bass player in Steve's band and told us about this guy could sing really well and sing high. Which, which is weird because it was his band and, and it ended up breaking up his band. <laughs> but maybe he was he was done with his band. He wanted a way out. Been. Yeah. That, that's what happened, huh? It was the guy's band, the, that guy. And then he, he got brought yeah. Steve in and that was the end of him. His name was Joe Procopio. He was our sound man. Great guitar player. And he's a great bass player. Great guy. Matter so, of fact, so we gained a, a good singer and a great sound man. Yeah. Wow. Great, okay. Great. How, long did, yeah. how long did he stay with you guys for as a sound guy? Until um, he got kicked off the bus in Houston, Texas. <laughs> Hold on. He got kicked off the bus? On, you yeah, he wouldn't fix my... One of my uh, leads to the uh, PA, uh, every time, night I'd go out, we were on the rat tour, I'd start, I think it was rat, 
Yeah. Uh, I'd start the intro to red light, green light, TNT, you know, and, and, and just. No Ronnie in the PA. And it happened like two or three, two nights. And that was. But he said he was claiming it was a different problem each night. Oh, yeah. Right. Second time it it. wasn't his fault. It was some guy down at the station. Okay. I didn't know that. Which caused a big argument between him and Donnie. And he got kicked out, kicked off the bus. We left him on the curbside with a suitcase. Oh yeah, it was heartbreaking. Oh my Very god, heartbreaking. I, yeah. I, I, you left him on this. Any money in his pocket, at least? But <laughs> he, well, he did eat, eventually. He did get to eat before he, because I remember. There <laughs> 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 was there was food flying around backstage. There was a little rumble, you could say. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah, it got to the point where he just had it with Donnie and and attacked, like dove across and not everybody's plates went flying. Rice was everywhere. And, yeah. And oh my god! Actually, yeah. strangled Donnie. That's why he got kicked out. He strangled Donnie. Is that what happened? Did he really? I around his neck anyway <laughs> hold, hold on hold on this is this is see kids these are these are stories these are rock and roll stories we got a sponsor we got to do a commercial break right now if you ever want to strangle somebody drink some cannoli cream coffee everybody by parisi my friend that's right he's friends with dice he's friends with me and he can be friends with you this bag is right cannoli cream and this episode is brought to you by adika All and right. coffee talk now back to our regular daytime show so we're talking about the craziness on the road with the band kicks back in the day people getting strangled people getting left on the side of the road this guy did this this guy did that there should be a book written about this this is incredible kicks is always you know i don't even think people know about people do you think you have motley crew to dirt i bet there's a lot of dirty stories with kicks right (laughs) Um, yeah, there are. <laughs> Let me ask you: Does anybody not know? Not as wild as the crew, though. Not as wild if, as the crew. Not, not, a, not as a grand. Not as as. Yeah, much we're a small scale. Yeah. Did you guys do do any tours with Motley Crue? No, no, ever, huh? Huh. You ever felt like some of these bands were maybe intimidated by you guys because you guys were so great, man? I mean, still are a great band, but. Back then, kicks. I used to go see kicks. I'm like, well, you know, the record labels, nobody knew where to put you guys because you guys started really early. I remember seeing you in the magazines. There was the ad, and you see Steve with the white jacket. Then you guys, it's like a black and white ad. I used oh, to yeah, I go, who is this band? They look so cool. And Steve was the only guy who could wear a white motorcycle jacket and make it look tough. He was, you know, <laughs> he was, it was cool. It made me buy a white leather jacket. All right. But do you think there was just, a lot of people like, hey, if we get this band on a tour, they're going to blow us away. Uh, no. If, do you ever feel like that? No, I never thought that. No? Brian, come on. Something for Blabbermouth or anything? No? Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I maybe now that's he why. said, okay, a little bit, yeah. A little bit. Let's be, let's be honest. You're with, right. you're with a Jewish guy. You could talk we'll to me. It. Nobody we'll watches my channel. Money. Yeah. yeah, we definitely. Yeah. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Did you ever get attitude from a band out there that's like, hey, you know what? Um, yeah, I think so. I'm trying to remember. Well, who trial. Was. Oh yeah, 
Right. <laughs> they could. They hated us. They really? also, yeah. Because we, well, we got kicked off their tour when we started <laughs> getting over. The crowd started liking us, and then they said, you know, they, that was the end. That was the end. So try the Can- the Canadian band, right? Correct. Yeah. It's- Wasn't the best match. Canadian. No. They're too. They're, they're too passive. Uh, kind of different, it, especially like the first. What was it? Spokane or, or no? We didn't play Spokane. Or what was the first one? Seattle. When Steve yeah. doing the rap doing yeah yeah yeah. Steve thought it'd be a good idea not to do the one on the record, but to do one about being born. And so it, it kind of like a you know a cheap guy. He put a plastic bag over a, a trash bag. So he was inside this trash bag, make, like he was being born and coming out of, of the womb. And um, I, they did not get it at all. No. So we, we basically getting, <laughs> we, got, we were basically doing our club act on, on a big stage <laughs> and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> But I got to hand it to him for trying. But then we got pelted with, what, quarters? I got hit with a Jack Daniels bottle. Donnie oh, got hit with, yeah, I got yeah, hit with, with Jack. Oh, Donnie got hit with something. Yeah, beer bottle. You were picking up. The, you picked up the quarters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know That's why. They, poor. I don't know why they let people in there with bottles. It was crazy. <laughs> it must have been bringing your or something kind I of place. So, yeah. How, how, wait, how long were you guys on tour with Triumph? Five yeah. shows. That's yeah. it. A couple weeks. Five shows. They knew. Were they Mormons or something? When they saw the <laughs> pregnant thing, the womb. Hey, we can't have this. This is against what we believe in. Look, I'm the one going to get us in trouble. Like, I gotta be outrageous. I can't hold back. I, it's That's the Parisi good. coffee. It's got me fired up uh, right now. You have the show. Yeah, but yeah. But, but like, really, come on! I love it. Bri- Debbie Muller is saying Brian pick- picking up quarters right here, and Debbie well, epic song "Don't Close Your Eyes." I mean, I can't give you if Triumph. If you're watching, I can't even. I don't even know one of your songs. And to be honest with you, I beg for guests. I could give to a rat's ass for you guys to come on my show. Treat the kicks band like that. We even bought their CD or, or cassette. Didn't we go yeah. out and get their cassette? And they threw you off. Yeah, Ronnie, let me help you out right now. Hey, Triumph, give the guy back his money. He doesn't even have the. You know, give the guy back his money. You send it to Adika. That's right, Ronnie. I'll split it with you. I'll take okay. it. That's what we do here. I can use the money. Yeah, after the first gig, we went out and bought the cassette, and we we were gonna try to kiss up to him a little yeah. bit, and we were we were waiting for him to, to arrive. We were outside the venue, <laughs> and um, we were gonna get him to sign it, and they pull up. I, who was it was the bass player that mm-hmm. got out and just pushed us out of the way and walked on in and we took the set through it in the gutter and we all took turns turns stomping on it <laughs> <laughs> and then he walked that roadie walked across the stage while we were playing Remember did he really? yeah 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 that was in sacramento or something yeah wow Wow. Yeah, he just like walked across the stage like, oh, there's a roadie. Yeah, and then the next, thing, next thing we knew, your amp got unplugged mysteriously. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, so it's all they, coming back to me now. Yeah, so they were out to triumph. Was not nice to you guys. They were out to get kicks. 
Wow. <laughs> they yeah. made fun of our leather jackets, too. That was the straw that broke the camel's back right there. Make fun of our leather jacket. Because you ain't shit without a leather jacket, right, Stephanie? Absolutely. That's right. Hey, you know my motto, dress British, think Yiddish. You need a leather jacket. That's it. So so knowing the way Donnie Purnell is and, and was and... I don't know. He's like the Howard Hughes of rock and roll. Nobody, no, there's no sightings of him. But how was he acting about this? I bet he wanted to, to oh. murder somebody. He must be. Yeah, well, he's kind of. He he would go out like when we, when we'd enter the stage, he'd go racing out there like in a frenzy, and he'd kick his mic stand sideways, and it would take out a whole row of chaser lights in the front. And that's that just made everything worse. They the, the roadies used to steam, sit there steaming. They wanted to kill him. <laughs> but it was so funny. <laughs> they had to go out there and unscrew those broken balls. Oh yeah, yeah. The, what what but the what whole time I know Donnie was thinking we gotta make our show better. That's I know that was going through his mind. We're we're not good enough yet. We gotta make this better and so I'm no, I'm sure we had to try a lot more when, once we got back home, licked our wounds and got back to practice. That was Mr. Ronnie Yonkins and Brian Forsythe of Kicks. In the meantime, you can catch this episode unedited in our members only club right here on YouTube or join us in our VIP all access and Patreon. But don't worry, we'll be releasing more episodes of this interview. So make sure you hit that notifications bell, subscribe, put your comments down below. And as always, give us a thumbs up and remember, who loves you, baby? We do. And of course, don't forget to click on the cool box here. There might be something you might like to watch later. And if you love rock and roll music, check out Ronnie Yonkin's new band, The Blues Vultures. If you love good old rock and roll music, you'll love this band. Links will be in our description down below or click on the link above for music, merch, or be a part of their community.